Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Space Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Gielen. And I'm Connor Flannery. This is our 20th official episode. Today, if you're on YouTube, you're seeing us live. For the this first is, time. For the first time. This Pretty is our, exciting. This is our big announcement that we kind of alluded to last week. But yeah, we're going to be on YouTube with our faces for from now on. And yeah. audio podcast is still the audio podcast. Feel free either way. You're not really going to miss anything if you're on audio. We're not going to be doing any real like... Visual, anything special. Yeah, anything yeah. special that you can only see on YouTube. Mm. So yeah, but today we're really just focusing on... We're reacting to the all-star returns for fan voting. And then we're just going to, like usual, talk about some NBA news. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Um, so as you guys have probably seen, um, over the course of the last like week or so, there's been sort of the first round of voting, the first round of returns, and then the second round of returns for sort of how the how the voting is going, the leaders in the voting. Um, and we've seen graphics of sort of the top 10 for guards and for front court players in both the in both the Eastern and Western conferences. So we're going to be sort of going through that and saying some of the more notable things, right? Like, obviously, guys like LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo are going to be leading the list. But I think one we'll start off with is you would not expect Luka Doncic to be second in the Western Conference front court, which he is right now. Yeah. Uh, how much? How many votes does Luka have? He is two point two million compared to LeBron's almost two point eight million. Yeah, but you have to but, put this in contact. Yeah. In context because he's also like he's halfway in between number three and number one. There's like kind of a healthy lead between yeah. him and number three, who's Paul George. Paul George is like in in between one point eight and one point nine million. So, th- the fact that we have a rookie lighting the league up the way he is, but then but then getting the amount of like attention and love that he is, and and being second behind only LeBron James himself, arguably the greatest player of all time. This is really all star voting. This is pretty really incredible. St- yeah, it's kind of dumb. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm happy that the NBA kind of changed the rules, and so now it's like fans it's not have just fan yeah, vote. fans yeah. have some part in it, mm. but. You also have like the coaches, and I think the press has some, another there's vote. In the it. media, there's like a panel of the media that has like 25% say. Yeah, and then the coaches, which is why like Dwayne Wade is kind of a lock, in my opinion. We'll get to yeah. that later. But just like the coaches know what's up. Even players that like the fans may not appreciate, mm-hmm. the coaches kind of, because they like are game planning against these guys. Yeah, the coaches they, they and, and players build yeah. up a mutual respect for, for players that maybe we wouldn't even. N- that the, even like casual fans who aren't out there watching that player every night or are having to study that other team's game plan wouldn't even think that that player is somebody that you have to focus on as one of the elite players in the league. Yeah. So talking about the West front court, you have LeBron, Luca, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. Uh, LeBron, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. They're like that locks. makes sense. Of yeah, course, they're yeah. like they're the four best front court players. Yeah. Like in, in the like West, in, in the West, yeah, talking about so that makes sense. Luka Doncic, I think the hype is kind of at an all-time high. Yeah, I, I have a question for you. Because of this hype, is he being set up for sort of a disappointing season next year? Because 
I think that we've seen sort of this year guys like Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, not Ben Simmons, not yet, not so much Ben Simmons, but but those those three guys were I think maybe not to the same extent, but seeing a ton of hype for their rookie year. Yeah. It's like, you know, this guy's only 18, 19, 20 years old and lighting the league on fire, Jason right? Jason Tatum is still only 19. <laughs> so just just the things that these guys are doing, right, it, it deserves a lot of attention and respect. But then when this season they're putting up similar numbers, and in some cases even maybe a little bit of a step down, when we expected them to maybe even take a step up, Maybe it's a little bit disappointing. I think that some fans would say that Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum are having a bit of a disappointing season. So Jason Tatum started out lightning hot, though. I yeah, think, I don't think like their abilities have decreased or anything. Except for Donovan Mitchell, he's just flat out like less efficient. But Jason Tatum, nothing has really changed with that mm-hmm. Boston situation in that they're they have like four All Star caliber play three All Star caliber. But Gordon players. Hayward's back, right? And and even though he's like not that good. But but I think that Jalen Brown has taken more of the hit because yeah, of that than, than Jason Tatum is. So, yeah. But but basically what I'm asking is, do you think that Luka Doncic might take a hit? Obviously, he's not even done with his rookie year, so that's kind of a little bit of a crazy thing to be thinking about. But Okay, I don't think so mm-hmm. because he kind of has... The, the reason why Ben Simmons, like even though like nothing has really improved, like the playmaking ability, even if he's not shooting the ball well... Well, I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't shoot the basketball. But even if he's not scoring... <laughs> even if he's not scoring well... You're still gonna have like the playmaking ability. I think yeah. Luca kind of has that, but also he's just making shots, which I think that could maybe fall off. Who knows? But I think he'll be fine. He'll contribute to the game. What in other I don't ways. like about this whole Luca Doncic, I love Luca Doncic. I think he's a great player. He's my twin from when he was like 15 years old. <laughs> but like, watch last episode. But I think just espn bro it's him and zion every night that's true e- every instagram post a day and lebron and lebron just those th- the yeah. holy trinity bro just <laughs> just all three and, and then it, of course it, you got to compare them to each other yeah you how is lebron zion to luca zion yeah. to zion yeah it's ridiculous like but okay like he's exciting he's eight, yeah he's 18 or 19 years old he's he's not from the united states mm-hmm. he's kind of a guard he's he's not he's not a guard but he plays like a guard he's got guard type skills yeah and that's exciting i get that and that's how espn makes money because people want to click on a zion williamson or in this case a luka Doncic article but it's just kind of annoying yeah i get it this hype is just kind of artificially built just like it was for lonzo ball just like last year it was built for donovan mitchell Mm -hmm. every every year it's just the nba picks like one or last year i guess two guys to just really really focus on yeah which is it just puts a lot of pressure on them and just and, and like people are only seeing those highlights people are mm-hmm. seeing luka Doncic highlights they're not yeah. seeing like rudy gobert highlights they're not seeing yeah. steven adam highlights and i also think that it's important to say that i'm not saying that this will happen but let's say that zion williamson wasn't the player that we all expect him to be as you know a top probably two pick in this year in this upcoming draft right then because of all of that attention that the media gave him which he's not asking for it's just it ESPN just happens to be featuring him every night. A bleach report happens to be posting every time he dunks the basketball. So all of a sudden his hype is so high, right? That he's being compared to the body type of LeBron James and like he's this high flyer that's thrilling and is going to be, you know, the next big thing in the NBA. So hyping him up in that way is almost setting him up for a disappointment if he doesn't become like yeah. a generational talent yeah, which is kind of disappointing people like, are still talking about lonzo ball if he has a bad shooting night 
Like, it's, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a top two pick, but, like, not every top two pick is going to be Michael Jordan. Like, chill out, right? Yeah. And just, even if he's not that, like, let, let the man live. He yeah. shoots poorly one night. That That's okay. Mm-hmm. So, I think... I kind it's not too surprising to see Luka Doncic at two, but it's kind of frustrating just because like yeah. he shouldn't be there. Yeah, all- and I think I think also I think you can make the argument that Luka Doncic should be an All Star this year Reserve, because maybe. yeah because um, he's averaging like twenty points per game on okay efficiency, and he's leading the Mavericks who are still in, sort of in the playoff race, kind of falling out of it, but still sort of in it. He's leading them as their probably best offensive player this year. So I, you can make an argument that, that Luka Doncic should be an all-star, maybe as sort of like one of those two wild card spots at the yeah. end of the bench. Mm-hmm. But he should not be yeah. the second most voted player in the West. Another player that should not be in this top 10 is DeMarcus Cousins, bro. DeMarcus Cousins, the fact that he's on the list is... <laughs> vi- honestly, it's, it's kind of funny. Because no way he's going to be an all-star. But yeah. it's just, it's that I found that very, very funny. The 10th player in the Western Conference frontcourt. <laughs> yeah. DeMarcus Cousins should be on game. there. Draymond is also on there one spot above him. I don't know. I, I assume you would agree with this, that Draymond Green is not having an all-star season. He's not an all-star. It's not even like he... Oh yeah, it's Draymond Green, and his stats just don't show his true whatever. Yeah, his, he's his just not. Impact. He hasn't been think, as good this year as like, he was last year. While that is true, yeah, his yeah, yeah. shooting numbers are, are atrocious. Yeah, it's not like oh he's making like three. He he's making like twenty three percent, but like you know he's making an impact where like those threes really count. Like no, like he's yeah. shooting like twenty three percent from three point range. That's not okay when you're supposed to be the stretch four, like the guy that everyone just tried to emulate for the past three years that's not okay plus his defense is kind of it's still above average but like mm-hmm. i don't know if he's going to be out here like locking up guys like Kawhi leonard that he might see in the playoffs of course of course Jermaine green is still one of the better defenders in the league yeah. we're not going to try to say that but he's not putting together a defensive player of the year kind of season like we would ex- have expected him to have going to the season yeah also his yeah his offense his three-point shot isn't there he's actually turning the ball over a lot He's which, turned into a bit of a turnover machine, which is like not Draymond like. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think I think that for for the for a power forward, he's always been a very good playmaker for this team. I still think he's and he's no, he still is. I, no, I, I still think he's just a good player. Just oh, not, of course, just not going to be. And I would have argued, I would have argued that Draymond Green is not an All Star type of talent. That maybe he puts That's together a whole another conversation. That maybe he puts together an all-star kind of value <laughs> to the Warriors team. But I would argue that at no point in his career has he been an all-star type of talent. But that's, that's a, a whole, that's yeah, a conversation that's for a conversation. another day. We could make a whole forty-minute episode just on that. Yeah. All right. Um, wait, wait, last guy in the West front court. I don't think Kyle Kuzma is going to be an all-star. No. I don't know why he's top eight. Yeah. I think I think it's literally just that he plays for the Lakers. He's having a good exactly. season. Don't get me wrong, but like. Yeah, the Lakers are going to have one All-Star this year. There's no yeah. getting around that. No, he he might he might be their second best player so far this season, but they don't have two All-Stars. Yeah, they don't have two All-Stars. And and above him, Steve Adams and Nikola Jokic, 100% understandable. They're putting together great seasons um and they should definitely be an All-Star conversation. Will um, Steve Adams be an All-Star? I doubt it. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I feel like rim protecting centers like we'll, we'll, and we'll get to this later, but we're protecting centers like Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert, Stephen Adams that are kind of defensive anchors but aren't going to put up huge points per game numbers. Like I think Stephen Adams is only averaging something like 15. 15.5. And, 
and, and 10. Rudy Gobert's like averaging like 14 or something. I was looking this up earlier. Those kind of players just aren't going to be the the kind of guys that like the fans are going to vote a lot for. Yeah. But maybe maybe though with the coaches and and the players might see Steven Adams on the list and be like, "All right, yeah, Steven Adams is one of the toughest guys to score on because he's the defensive anchor him or Paul George is the defensive anchor for the number one the number one defense, defense in, the league. in the league. So, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's I just think there's Luka Doncic is probably going to be an all-star based on these returns. <laughs> so, I assume that's just like one extra spot that makes it that that's just taken, I guess, from the usual the 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 guys who make the all-star team every year. Western Conference guards. Number um, 1 Steph Curry, of course. Makes sense. My my man. Number two, Derrick Rose. I like this story. Pause. <laughs> I like the story, but uh, but I'm not sure he's really an all-star this year. He's he's contributing to the Timberwolves' offense significantly, right? It's close to 19 points per game on like 45-ish percent from both the field and from three. Incredible efficiency, putting up big numbers. And obviously, huge comeback year. Great story. And I, to be honest... I would actually kind of like to see Derrick Rose in the in the All Star game. Maybe that's just me, but like, no, clearly it's not just me. Clearly it's not just me. But I'm out a of hater us too. If I don't, no, like, you're not a hater. You're not a hater. I feel, like, I feel like there are dudes who deserve it more. Exactly, there are definitely all like duh. Who, who duh. in terms like, of in terms of this season are having a better season? Right, well, but like, of course, like that, that's just that's a yeah. stupid statement because like number seven on the list, Demar Derozan is obviously better than Derrick Rose. But I'm saying I don't think that his Okay, his story is great. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, last year of a career. Or even, like, yeah. rookie sensation. Like, Luka Doncic. Like, yeah. I think... I don't think his performance is enough to... Or his storyline combined is enough to, like, be that guy. You and know, I he, think... I'll, I'll get to this later. I get, I'll get to this later because I'm going to put together my full all-star ballot and have you react to it. But... I think that there's only enough room on the all-star team for one of the two story players that we're seeing on this list. That Those being Luka Doncic and Derrick Rose. Luka Doncic being the rookie superstar. You think one of them will make it? I think one of them will make it. I don't think there's enough room for both of them. I don't know if either of them will make it. I'm pretty sure the fact they're both second in, in voting and the fans count for like 50% or something... As, as long as there are some coaches and some players voting for Luca or Derrick Rose, then it's going to be they're going to make it, right? Maybe we we yeah. can talk about them more in a little bit. Going down this list, we have Harden at three, Westbrook at four. That's fine. A uh, Clay Thompson at five. I think that's interesting, just because mm-hmm. he hasn't really shot well from the field. But I love he's, Clay Thompson. He's upped it in the Clay, last. Clay Thompson has grown on me so much because, like, yeah. just for this season, like. Yeah, he's a he's a phenomenal shooter. I love that. But he when he doesn't have a good shooting night, he's like, who who's gonna tell me what to do? You can maybe yeah. get you maybe get maybe get Steph or Ray Allen or Reggie Miller in here. Anyone else like, or do they have the credentials to teach me how to shoot or to how to? He's one of the best. He's one of the best shooters ever. Yeah, yeah and he knows which, it. Which I kind of love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I, mean, I don't think he's shooting the ball well enough to be an all star because he's shooting like thirty four percent from three. I think it's thirty six now. But like, Which like that's isn't still, horrible. but like when you're Clay Thompson and that's what you're known for, that's your bread and butter is being a catch and shoot three point guy. He's still averaging like twenty. Yeah, but when that's, but when you're Clay Thompson, to be an all star, you would expect him to to shoot better from 
than like 35% from three. Yeah. Still, still should be in conversation though, right? I think, I think what's interesting is that if Clay doesn't make it, if DeMarcus, DeMarcus obviously won't, and if Draymond doesn't make it, which it looks, it looks very, very likely that Draymond won't, I'd be very surprised if he did. Yeah. Um, then the Warriors would only have two all-stars when that's kind of all crazy. five of their starters were all-stars last when year. When you see every like big Instagram basketball page, like the Warriors have five all-stars, the Warriors yeah. have five all-stars, the Warriors have five all-stars. Make that too. Make that. <laughs> make yeah, that make too. that too. That's, that's facts. Yeah. That's also, just like the West is insane, and you just added like LeBron James. I mean, you got rid of Jimmy Butler, but still, yeah. like the past two seasons, you've added like, or and, you've and got rid occupied of like three or four like All Star spots with like all the trades. I remember 2016, no, sorry, 2017 off season. I think where like you had Chris Paul going west, you had Paul George going west. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the West has so much more all stars in the east in my opinion <laughs> that definitely this year and i think right now pretty much we're moving into my ballot but when we get to the bottom of the west it's very very tight for like who's gonna fill the last few spots yeah all right so let's start off let's start off with the west wait i just want to say like one more thing about yeah, the yeah, east right. i think vince carter we don't know if it's his last year he oh, finished seventh he finished seventh on the east front court i don't think he'll get it just because the same reason that dirk nowitzki isn't getting it because they haven't really established that. Hey, this is their last season. Yeah. If Dirk just announced, if Dirk announced today that he that this was his last uh, season in the NBA, he could. He, I he think. Could be an I think he would. The fan voting would just go insane. Yeah. But Dirk doesn't even want that spotlight, which is I kind of love him for that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk really. I forgot we didn't even go over these, but like really quickly in the front court, Jason Tatum, Vince Carter, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford. Probably won't even be in and, and Pascal Siakam probably won't even be really close to being All-Stars this year. The other guys, Giannis, Kawhi, Joel, Jimmy, and, and Blake will probably all be yeah. All-Stars. Or, and if not All-Stars, then what I noticed fringe is, All-Stars. Is like almost everyone on the frontcourt list is from like three teams. Or four teams. Like the top four teams in the East besides yeah. Vince Carter and Blake Griffin. Yeah. And then um, guards. Kyrie will, will make it. Kemba will make it. Ben Simmons, Victor Oladipo will probably make it. Yeah. Bradley Beal could. Well, I think there's a good chance. Kyle Lowry, I'm not. I he's not on my ballot. Spoiler alert, but he could. Um, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's gonna be an All Star. He just is. He, it's just it's going, just gonna happen. I'm, yeah. I, I I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, he's I'm he's very second. Much okay he's with second that. in the in the Eastern this Conference. This is last season, voting. and he's the third greatest shooting guard of all time. After, uh, Kobe MJ. and MJ. Yeah. MJ and Kobe. Obviously MJ first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just our like reactions, I guess, to the East and the West first returns. We have three kind of overhyped, not overhyped. We have three players that shouldn't be where they are based on their play, but just based on their storyline. Dwayne Wade, Luka Doncic, and Derek Rose. Rose. Yeah. Right. I, I think kind of expected when you're dealing with fans. Okay, so my ballot. We're going to start off with the Western Conference, the starters, all right? Stephen Curry, agreed? Yes. James Harden? Yeah. Agreed? Yes. Paul George? Disagree. LeBron James? What, we're talking about starters. Yes. Yeah, okay. LeBron James? Agree. Agree. And then Anthony Agreed. Davis? All right, so Paul George. It's, I think, pretty clearly either between Paul George and Kevin, or Kevin Durant. 
the reason that I went with Paul George is because he's legitimately putting together an MVP type season. Okay, every time Durant steps on the court, it's an MVP for, type season. Yeah. Yes. But I think that also it's more unusual for Paul. We haven't seen that kind of season for Paul George for one. Two, he, and two, he's also putting together a defensive player of the year type season, which I don't think anybody was really expecting. Right? I think that I think defensive player of the year is probably going to come down to Paul George and Anthony Davis at least from right now. Anthony Davis That's was reasonable. clear was pretty clearly a, a, a candidate. I don't think Paul George was like at the top of people's lists. Yeah, but also you can say that okay, the Thunder have the number one defense even without Andre Roberson because they have Russell Westbrook who's athletic and a good defender when he Leading tries. Leading the league in steals. That doesn't mean you're a good defender, but still. yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I don't. I don't think Russell Westbrook yeah. is even that good of a defender. Okay. But he's well, when he skills. when he tries, he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. Paul George, of course. You have like a bunch of like long, athletic dudes. Yeah. You got uh, Jeremy Grant, and you got Stephen Adams, who's like one of the best defensive centers in the NBA. And couldn't make the Alters team because of it. Because of it, yeah. yeah. Honestly, he could be a defensive player of the year candidate. He could. He could. Like, he is he really? Paul more, is he more entitled to that than Paul George? That might be a different discussion. That's but I think it's definitely a debate. Yeah. All right. So so going back to. Why I have Paul George over KD is just because I think that this season for Paul George is more surprising than it is for KD. KD so is, is having a is KD like type a, season. Is that, is that like a storyline? A little bit. Paul George is putting together a seat. Last year, this was Russell Westbrook's team. Russell Westbrook was the first option. Russell Westbrook was their leading scorer. You know, Russell Westbrook was basically the heart and soul of this team. I want to talk about and the I think Thunder that, Spurs game for like a second after this. Yeah, and I, but, and I think that... Well, that's true. Russell Westbrook is the face of the franchise. A lot more of the time this year, Paul George is handing the reins to... Uh, what Russell Westbrook is handing the reins to Paul George and saying kind of like, go do your thing. And Paul George has become the team's first option on offense. And I think that he's their best or second best defensive player. Uh, you know, I think it's tight. Yeah. I, I kind of understand, like, obviously these two are both... These two dudes are both, like, top three, four front court players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, four front court players. I just think Kevin Durant is just better. And yeah. well, Paul George no, has been putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant has too. And of Kevin course. Durant, he, he can just do it all, man. Yeah, I, think, I know. And I'm not saying that Paul George is a better player than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the second best player in the league behind LeBron James himself. But this year, Paul George is my starter in the front court. Fine. One I have the same starters. lineup except Kevin Durant. All right, bench. Tell me. The guards, Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Bet. Bet. Um, front court, Kevin Durant. Obviously, for you, it's going to be Paul George. Um, Nikola Jokic and Cat. Bet. Bet. Um, then the wild cards, I this said before. This is where it gets interesting, especially I with said, the West. I said before that there's going to be room for, I think, one of the two story kind of players i'm gonna this is my vote this is my vote is like this is this isn't who i think is gonna make the team this is gonna be like my opinion on who should make the team one of the two players you're that saying, are the story players should should okay are luka Doncic and Derek rose one of those two should make it as, as as the last wild card spot doesn't matter doesn't matter to me which it, which it is i can you can make an argument for both and then the other player is the most controversial probably of anything that we will talk about today and it could be give me those players demar Derozan, devin booker clay thompson stephen adams clint capella rudy gobert danilo gallinari or tobias harris 
By the way, you guys may be thinking, like, Daniil Gallinari, why is he on that list? He's kind of been a bucket this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and also, the I think the Clippers, I, I almost put Tobias Harris the, the, on the as just the, my definite thing, and that it's going to be Luka Doncic slash Derrick Rose and Tobias Harris. I decided that we were just going to talk it out because... Uh, because I think it was I think it was almost too close, but Tobias Harris and Danilo Gallinari, I think that one of them, you could you could definitely make the argument that one of them should be an All Star because the Clippers are like the fifth seed in the league right now. They're both shooting like forty, like I think Tobias Harris is like 50 percent and like forty two percent, and Danilo Gallinari is like forty five and like above forty five. It's like they're having incredible seasons. In terms of efficiency. On your list of players, mm-hmm. do you have Lamarcus Aldridge? I don't. I left him out. Was that when, intentional? It was not. It was unintentional. Okay. It was unintentional. My bad. That was, that was unintentional. <laughs> Honestly, I think... I think... Because I, I was thinking about DeMar DeRozan. By the way, like my opinion on this, Luca and Derrick Rose are both not going to make the All-Star game. There's not going to be the storyline player. I Maybe yeah. I'm underestimating fan voting. But I would just say, no. There are too many good players that you just named... I've that, got like yeah. eight or nine person Do, list. Pretty much every one of them make it. Pretty much everybody on this list is could it could be an all star like most years. Yeah, I'm saying I'm just gonna go through your list here. I'm looking at your computer where mm-hmm. I'm just gonna cross off people. Devin Booker crossing off. Team's not good enough. Team's not good enough. He's averaging like 24. We on had this conversation okay, already. We had this but. conversation like three episodes ago with our top 25 players. Uh, top pl- 10 players under 25. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker, it's just not, not doing guy, it for me. Right. That, that team should be all right. They have they have yeah. win-now players to be not by far the worst team in the league. Yeah, I guess. The Hawks. I guess. Clay Thompson, I'm going to pass. Right. Steven Adams, also going to pass. Clint Capella, cross off the list. Rudy Gobert, cross off the list, just because their defense fell down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Danilo Gallinari, cross off the list. So I'm finding Tobias my, Harris or Demar Derozan or Stephen Adams. Or oh, Clay you said you Tom, said Clay pass Thompson. on Steve. Passes oh, oh, pass. in like passes in there. You're not. You're, they're yeah. in the you're yeah. In like consideration. no, no, no comment. Okay. So I'm looking at your computer with Demar Derozan, Clay Thompson, Stephen Adams, and Tobias Harris. Their names like highlighted mm-hmm. in my mind. I think and Lamarcus Aldridge. If, yeah, if and, and Lamarcus Aldridge. Because I don't know. Like I want to talk about the Spurs game after. Because like that's just yeah. in my mind right now. Yeah. It's kind of the same effect where everyone thinks Harden's the MVP because he's had like 12 games of being insane. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go DeMar DeRozan, and I kind of want to go Tobias Harris. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. I can I can be down with that. I don't know where LaMarcus Aldridge fits in there just because like in my mind he's a bucket getter right now because like mm-hmm. two days ago he just violated the thunder yeah like i said before i i, I almost just put tobias i i left these two the two wild guard spots just open for the west because i thought that it was so close but i but i almost put that like story player and, and tobias harris i'm telling you right now the, i think the, i like tobias Clipper, harris i like tobias harris the this, they deserve one all-star they do i think they do yeah the clippers have two max contract spots available this summer Tobias Harris wants one of those spots. I think he's gonna get close to it, but mm-hmm. who who knew? Maybe Tobias Harris knew that he's playing for that big contract. Yeah. So good for him. <laughs> Go get that bag. Yeah. So yeah, th- those are my kind of picks. But there's so many 
talk, players in the talk Western quickly Conference. About, talk quickly about the uh, Spurs game. You want to do it. Yeah. I. So, LaMarcus Aldridge, shot maker. He's a shot. He's a bucket getter, bro. Bucket. I, I, honestly, I didn't. I didn't watch the game. I watched like a good fifteen minute highlight reel of like uh-huh. almost every basket that was scored in the game. Mm-hmm. He's a bucket getter, bro. Where, whether you can talk about like the the officials or the Paul George like tech or whatever, that was a that was such a good game, bro. And you see, the Spurs made fourteen threes to start the game, breaking an NBA record. Mm-hmm. And he just he just kind of had everything working. But it's scary that you had to have that to beat the best defense in the league in the Thunder. You yeah. have two all-stars. That's true. And two top seven. If it takes that kind of West. performance, a 56-point game from Marcus Aldridge, like you said, 14 Honestly, three-pointers. The, the Thunder also played their asses off. Yeah. Like Russell and, Westbrook, and, but, 24 and 24. But they but like, they wow. beat them, they beat them in triple overtime. Double. Oh, almost went to triple then. It, yeah, it almost went to triple overtime. So double overtime. My, my apologies. Um, that's, that is pretty scary. That's pretty scary for the yeah, rest of the league. Marcus was just making every shot. Like Stephen Adams was getting cooked, bro. He's getting cooked. Yeah. yeah. So, so does that does that mean Stephen Adams cross off and Marcus Aldridge slide right in there? I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Stephen right. Adams. Yeah, that, that's I what, that's it. why I want to respect say. it. I, that made me realize like Lamarcus is back. Like Lamarcus, Lamarcus is that is man. back. Lamarcus is that man. Like he had a bad like December or something. But yeah, he, he's that man. And the Thunder played really well, too. And just the Spurs role players, that's what it looks like if everyone plays their role on the Spurs. They can be a very good team when yeah. another really good team is playing well. That's all I wanted to say. All right. All right. So moving on to the East. Starters. Kyrie, Kemba, Kawhi, Giannis, JoJo. Joel Embiid. Say that again. Kyrie. Yeah. Kemba. Yeah. Kawhi. Yes. Giannis. Yeah, yeah, okay. Joel. I, 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 okay, agree. Right. I agree. I just wanted to pick Kemba that. slowed down a little bit, so you could make the argument that maybe someone like Victor Oladipo should be up yeah, there. Yeah, I was thinking that. Him. But also, Victor Oladipo kind of, his numbers are a bit down. Yeah. And I also just have, I have respect for Kemba because, you know, hashtag free Kemba. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of by himself, right? And, and the season he's putting together, the fact that the Hornets aren't one of the worst teams in the league. They, I guess they're they're pretty bad, but like they aren't the single worst team in the league right now. I mean, that that's that's he's, that's impressive. He's, he's doing he's doing some ma- he's working some magic yeah. right now. I I think plus the fan vote could help him a lot there too. He's mm-hmm. like Indiana, Victor Oladipo. Like no one really cares about Indiana. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> sorry to our fans in Indiana if we have any. Okay, no, I'm just saying like the hype. Like everyone likes Kemba Walker. Well. Everyone in New York City, because he's kind of from New York City. But everyone mm. likes Kemba Walker because he kind of is, is like a flashy guard, whereas Victor Oladipo is like first team all defense. Like he he can dunk and yeah, stuff, but yeah. he's more of like a shooting guard. Plays kind of like a small forward, mm. and like the average fan is like five nine, and he played point guard his whole life. So I just think the natural inc- inclination is to go with a flashy point guard. All That's right. also why you see like almost no big men with their signature shoes. By the way. Yeah, that's that's literally why you just see guys who can dribble on the perimeter. Yeah. All right. There. <laughs> bench bench guards, like we said, Victor Oladipo, and then I also give the nod to Bradley Beal, um, because I think that for the remainder of this, I, he's already had an okay start to the season. I think the rain, the remainder of the season, he's going to step up big. 
especially you know in between now and the all-star break and even after the all-star break there's no more john wall so he's, he's gonna he's, he's been gonna a shot to, maker he's been a shot maker he's I gonna have to put up big numbers to he's, he's gonna have to put up big numbers so bradley beal so you're okay with that yeah. so far mm-hmm. um front court on the bench jimmy butler blake griffin ben simmons yeah i think those are locks ben simmons you could you could argue not ben simmons because the this, that gives the Sixers three All-Stars. And I'm not sure that they're a team that's been good enough this year to have well, three All-Stars. Maybe they're not good enough because they only have three All-Stars. Yeah. And they have no other... Like, you they, could they make don't the, have that You could make the argument bench. that instead of Ben Simmons, you should put Chris Middleton. Because why give... The, this, the, the Bucks have had a better season than the yeah, Sixers. The, the Chris and Middleton the, has been so, like, kind of inefficient. Been, eh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, I went with Ben Simmons, so I think it's Ben Simmons. Yeah, I would have. I, I would have went with Chris, Chris Middleton if I thought it was Chris Middleton. I would but be I went so with happy for it to be Chris Middleton. That'd be so great. Yeah, he kind of deserves it, but it's whatever. He's, um, he's still like twenty six or something. He, yeah, he he, he's got time. Um, on the, then the two wild card spots. One, I'm giving to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's in the All Star game. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, the other, this I gave to there. I gave to Nick Vucevic. Um, still having like a pretty solid season. The Magic. I feel like he shouldn't get it. Who, but the thing is, I'm is just not, yeah. Like I'm not sure who you would give it to over him. I might be forgetting someone. Um, I'm but I don't think th- so. You had Blake Griffin. I had Blake. Gordon Hayward's not an All Star. Al no. Horford. I don't know. I don't think he's been having a good season. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Yeah, I, 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 I really don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so basically, I think that we can agree that. Overall, the West was a lot more tight towards the end than the yeah, East. Yeah, the East because the like, West, oh, East we'll, is like, wait, we'll, who's we'll, left? Yeah, we'll and the West throw is like, yeah, Nick Vucevic an All Star vote when yeah. we're like getting rid of Stephen Adams, Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, Gordon. Um, yeah, yeah, just like Luka Doncic potentially, like yeah, yeah, you're just getting rid of Devin Booker, like 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 wow. All right, which Devin Booker can make the All Star game. Honestly, we're at 33 minutes right now, so we're gonna do like this long segment for our Instagram post of the week. But I kind of want to mix it up a little bit just for something a bit shorter. Okay. I found this on Kicks. That's really interesting. Um, I'm not gonna show it because like the focus will get all messed up. But at Kicks on Instagram for our Instagram post of the week says best high school players in the country. Did Did you see my phone right now? I did not. Okay, so. Right now, for the class of 2018, the the high school class was R.J. Barrett, 2017. This is wait, this is the best college players in the country. No, best high school player in the country, and like we're gonna go this back is, like 20. This was in 2017. Because R.J. Barrett's in college now, right? Yeah, so, no, he graduated. Oh, for each year, yeah, for each year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. for 2017 okay. is R.J. Barrett. Yeah. No, for 2018, he graduated was, in the spring of 2018. Yeah, okay, it was R.J. Barrett. 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 2017. We're gonna go back. 2017. Marvin Bagley the third, which is interesting. Right. I'm, we're just gonna go. 2016 Harry Giles. Mm-hmm. And th- we're gonna have a kind of a, kind of a theme here. 2015 Ben Simmons number one overall pick in the draft. We we're gonna see uh, R.J. Barrett probably number one or two pick in the draft. Marvin Bagley two pick in the draft. Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. 2014 NBA draft. Andrew Wiggins 2013 NBA draft first overall pick. Not translating too well. 12, 2012, New Noel. 2011, yeah. Anthony Davis. 2010, Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Not many people remember that Harrison yeah. Barnes was that was that was dude. that guy. He, nice. went, he went to UNC for a reason, and he mm-hmm. was the best player on UNC for a reason. 
So I think like it's weird. There's almost no in between here except for Andrew Wiggins, and he still went with the number one overall pick. There's either, I'm, I mean, I guess maybe Harrison Barnes is also in that in between. But you have yeah. guys who either like did not pan out whatsoever. As in, like, Harry Giles? Yeah, or young I dudes. I guess but Harry Giles is only a couple years in the league. So no, you, you have Harry Giles and Nerland Sowell. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. So you have those three. Then you have the, are dominating the league, or are probably going to dominate the league. Talking about Ben Simmons. Yeah. Going to dominate the league. Uh, Anthony Davis. And potentially Marvin Bagley. Potentially yeah. RJ Barrett. But then you have this, like, weird middle group. I, I just want to, like... Like, what kind of happened with Harrison Barnes and Andrew Wiggins? That that goes back to, I think, we talked about at the beginning of the episode, of them just being so hyped that when they don't Andrew quite Wiggins live was, up... was Air Canada. Yeah, when they don't quite live up to being it, the Michael Jordan of Canada, right? Then, like, then all of a sudden they seem like a disappointment. But Andrew Wiggins never asked to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, That's to true. be, you know, like, the next LeBron. He never asked for any of that hype, right? So when... When all of a sudden you're out here like mad at Andrew Wiggins that he hasn't become the superstar, the franchise player that maybe you would have wanted him to be, it's kind of unfair. Yeah, but it's also the Timberwolves' job to pick Joel Embiid and not Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, right. So put that put that on the media. Put that on the the scouts. Don't then, put that on Andrew Wiggins yeah, necessarily. But, yeah, but then again, that doesn't have anything to do with where he ranked in high school. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was pretty interesting. Obviously, Harry Giles was more injury, which is pretty yeah. sad. Harrison Barnes, but he could, I'd say he's Harry more Jones into could Wiggins. still potentially bounce back. Yeah. He's but, been in and out of the D League, but or G League now. Yeah, we're hoping for him. Like that would that would yeah. be pretty cool. That'd be a very good storyline. Do you want yeah. to, do you want to talk about anything else? Um I think really quickly, Tom Thibodeau being fired is kind of That's important. notable. Yeah. That's notable. Because it's weird that he survived and Jimmy Butler didn't. Yeah. That they fired uh, that but they now he's gone also. Yeah. yeah. Alright, um so he was fired a few days ago. He was both the team president and the coach, so it's pretty significant that not only they've got basically a whole new front office just by getting rid of Tom Thibodeau. Um, interim coach Ryan Saunders, son of the late Flip Saunders, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Has be- is now the youngest head coach in the league. They have a two and one record since hiring him. Let him go to work. I know. I like him. He's, he's a cool dude. I do. I like him a lot too. Um, and so my question is sort of is a little bit like. He's the interim coach for now. They're looking at maybe hiring a new coach for the rest Should of the just... season. Is he the interim coach for the rest of the season? Is he? No, he no. no I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. I would say let him go to work. Why not? Let him go for the. Re- I feel like they should at least let him go for the rest of the season. It's it's a young team. Besides the youngest like, coach in the Ro- league, Roko. he's got room to grow. Right? Like let him let him see if he can grow with these guys. Yeah, exactly. Grow with Carl Anthony Towns, who by the way, there was a clip outside uh, out there that said he like kind of like waved his finger at. Uh, waved his hand at the coach, kind of just like, like blowing him off, mm-hmm. which I was kind of interested in because if you're that coach, you can't really show up Carl Anthony Towns on your first game, but yeah. you also can't really take that. So he it, has to prove that he yeah. could, that currently can't do that. But, can't do but that. this this really is going to yeah, depend yeah. on like how the players kind of trust him, which they seem to like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, and that, and that goes back to they were celebrating after his first win. They like poured water yeah. and stuff. I like, like I love that. No, yeah, really so is. so they seem to be having fun. They seem to like him. They're, they've won two of their last three games. That things seem to be going pretty well. So hopefully that things work out with Ryan Saunders. We'll see. Maybe 
there was sort of a little rumor that maybe they they fired Tom Thibodeau at this point, like sort of midway through the season because Fred Hoiberg was close to signing a deal with UCLA and that maybe they wanted to snag Hoiberg to be their coach. So we'll see if that happens. Um, I, but then I also saw a headline, I think, that like the, so, you know, maybe someone in the Timberwolves organization sort of said that that was not as big of a deal as the media made it out to be, that it wasn't as like, Locked in, they were going to hire Hoiberg. Yeah. Of course they were going to say that. Yeah. Um, That's it. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, cool. I want to ask a question to, if you're watching this video slash audio still, should Luka Doncic make the All-Star game? Should Derrick Rose Rose make the All-Star game? Should Dwayne Wade make the All-Star game? I think no, no, and yes, but we'll see all in good time. Yeah. And thanks for listening slash watching uh, to this episode of Space the Floor NBA Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and on Twitter at Space the Floor. And we hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. That'd be really cool. And leave a like. And see you next time. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flattery. And see you next time. Peace.